0: Good morning, Flagler County. Welcome to Veterans on Point, a WNCF radio show developed in mind for our county's beloved and respected veterans population and anyone else listening via internet or podcast. I'm your host, David Leiden, the Flagler County Veterans Services Officer, and I'm here with my friend and colleague at the office. Eric Flores. Good morning, Eric.
1: Good morning, Dave, and good morning to all our listeners out there. I hope that everybody's doing great. Everybody's enjoying this, or you know, this cool weather that we have lately. But it's great, it's still great. And I hope uh, everybody's doing health wise, uh, great.
0: Yeah, if you're lucky enough to live in Flagler County, you're lucky enough, and um, so we're to get a little bit of respite from the uh, the summers. But I'll I I I'll look forward to the summers again. I don't mind that hot weather. Nah, not at all. And uh, what I want to remind everybody that, yes, we're Veterans Services. Got to remember at the beginning of the show to do this, to make sure (laughs) everybody knows that we're at 1769 East Moody Boulevard in Bunnell. That's the Government Services Building. We're in room 108. If you need to see us, please give us a call, 386-313-4014. And uh, we'd appreciate an appointment. Yes, we do. As we say, uh, it gives us time to dedicate an hour, at least an hour, to your situation. And um, and that way we don't feel rushed when we see people stacking up out there in the walk-ins.
1: No, no, no. Claims take, uh, people don't, many times doesn't know this, but they, it takes research, you know.
0: Yeah, for, so, for the way way we do it, the good yeah. claims, it takes research. It takes
1: research and and, and takes uh, drafting letters uh for opinion letter drafting letter for this for that so it it takes time so if you want something acclaimed with quality that's what we expect
0: absolutely so um but next we of course we want to thank our legal loyal listeners and of course Billy Jones the leader with his uh wonderful wife Joe
1: good morning guys
0: haven't haven't heard from billy in a couple no, days Have come to check now. in on him
1: yeah come on now
0: and of course, Navy Master Chief Dan, he visited, brought some treats the oh, other yeah. day.
1: Some fat peel, but Master Chief. Some fat peel, yeah. I'm grateful. Thanks a lot, Master Chief.
0: Yeah, we're still, uh, still munching on some of those cookies. And, yes. and Kay, hope you're doing better, oh, yes. doing well. And uh, he, he said Kay got a, a kick out of us talking about the, uh, the butter burger <laughs> yes. that she got the other day. So. You
1: know what? I that, that told him uh, it's time to go back. I, I'm going to try that one, Kay. Yeah, we'll try that
0: one. Just so you veterans, uh, in case you don't know, Culvers is 25% off for veterans.
1: Yes, man. You can't beat that.
0: Then our buddy, uh, Marine Jeff Kingdon. I saw Jeff last night at the Marine Corps League meeting, and uh, he is he's the junior vice. He's stepping right into these organizations. Awesome. So, awesome. And, uh, Congratulations, Jeff. And guess Jeff. what? He's now an, an, a, another alternate to the Veterans Advisory Council for the Marine Corps. Oh, League, man. So. That's great! Great to great. That's to, a great asset. Great to have you, Jeff. Yes, and of course, talking Tom Pikarski. I'll see him. I've been communicating with Tom. I'll will see him again tonight.
1: Tom, we and mentioned he, you. Tom, we mentioned you.
0: Yep. Don't you know,
1: don't bash me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and we got Charlie Hanger and his wife Jenny. And, Good morning, guys. And then Valerie and Dennis and Sharon and and uh, Bill and Shane and Norman and Howard and William and Keith and lots of gyms. And Stephen, and James, a couple of James, including James the, the male Maid, who left us a nice message again. Oh, yeah. And uh, James, thanks for listening. He said he's a listener forever. So yeah, we do appreciate, appreciate it. That. Yes, we've, sir. Got, we've got another James, uh, James Toombs. And uh, we've got Don, and Delmer, and Michael, and another James, and Bicycle Frank, and uh, Mr. Holt. We thank you all for being loyal listeners and everybody else out there who is listening to the program. Thank you, guys. Thank you. We do. And uh, let's shift gears and get to Veteran of the Week. Of course, you know the Palm Coast Observer is nice enough to highlight a Veteran of the Week each week. And this week is no exception. This week's veteran is Ty Miller, United States Marine Corps, 2003 to 2007. When he separated in 07, he was a sergeant, he was a rifleman. Of course, every Marine is a rifleman yes. and uh, worked supply. Uh, his hometown is Dade City, Florida. Uh, Ty Miller has lived in Palm Coast since 1998 and graduated from Flagler Palm Coast High School in 99. He enlisted in the Marine Corps at the height of the war in Iraq and went to boot camp at Paris Island, South Carolina, before being sent to supply school at Camp Geiger, North Carolina. Following his training, he was assigned to the 1st Combat Engineer Battalion, Camp Pendleton, California. Miller is a combat veteran with three active-duty deployments to the Middle East in a four-year period, where he performed dangerous convoy duty. On his first tour in 2004, his unit was positioned in Ambar Province, Iraq, to relieve the U.S. Army 82nd Airborne. In 2007, he was honorably discharged for his service to his country, and among his awards and decorations are the Marine Corps Achievement Medal, Iraq Campaign Medal, Sea Service Deployment Ribbon with One Star, Global War on Terrorism Expeditionary Medal, the National Defense Service Medal. And uh, if that wasn't enough for his time in the the war zone, Miller returned to the Middle East in 2009 and Afghanistan in 2010 and 11 as a civilian defense contractor. After years of serving in combat zones, he returned to the U.S. and lived various places until settling in Palm Coast in 2021, where he now works from home.
1: Until he found the peril.
0: Until he came back to the paradise of uh, Flagler County. So, uh, Ty Miller, thank you for your service. Thank you, sir. Now let's talk some history. So as regular listeners know, we like to mention a historic event from each of the days of our broadcast week. We hope it gives you something to remember, think about, or go back and read more about. Veterans Make History and are largely responsible for us being able to have our history. We mentioned the good, the bad, and the weird. No one country or people is perfect, but there still is no better place on Earth. The world is safer and more prosperous because of the United States of America. Prove me wrong. Amen. On January 21st, 1977, U.S. President Jimmy Carter grants an unconditional pardon to hundreds of thousands of men who evaded the draft during the Vietnam War. In total, some 100,000 young Americans went abroad in the late 60s and early 70s to avoid serving in the war. 90% went to Canada, where after some initial controversy, they were eventually welcomed as immigrants. Still others hid inside the United States. In addition to those who avoided the draft, a relatively small number, about 1,000 of deserters from the U.S. Armed Forces, also headed to Canada. While the Canadian government technically reserved the right to prosecute deserters, In practice, they left them alone, even instructing border guards not to ask too many questions. I'll just let you. uh,
1: No, that's a new one to me. I know you have some, uh, but I didn't know that they, you know, people immigrate to other uh, country. (laughs) Didn't know
0: that for for that reason they did. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. In uh, on January twenty second, nineteen seventy three, Roe versus Wade, the landmark Supreme Court decision that established. A woman's legal right to an abortion is decided. The court ruled in a 7-2 decision that a woman's right to choose an abortion was protected by the privacy rights guaranteed by the 14th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution. Of course, that's been recently overturned, and it remains uh, a point of contention in our nation's politics. On January 23, 1968, the USS Pueblo, a Navy intelligence vessel, engaged in a routine surveillance of North Korea. Uh, a North Korean coast when it inter- it was intercepted by North Korean patrol boats. According to the U.S. reports, the Pueblo Puebla was in international waters almost 16 miles from shore, but the North Koreans turned their guns on the lightly armed vessel and demanded its surrender. The Americans attempted to escape, and the North Koreans opened fire, wounding the commander and two others. With capture inevitable, the Americans stalled for time, destroying the classified information aboard, while taking further fire, several several more crew members were wounded.
1: The Pueblo still in their hands?
0: Still in their hands. Yeah. On January 24, 1972, after 28 years of hiding in the jungles of Guam, local farmers discovered Sochi Yokoi, a Japanese sergeant who fought in World War II. Guam, a 200-square-mile island in the western Pacific, became a U.S. possession in, in 1898 after the Spanish-American War. In 1941, the Japanese attacked and captured it, and in 1944, after three years of Japanese occupation, U.S. forces retook Guam. It was at this time that Yokoi, left behind by the retreating Japanese forces, went into hiding rather than surrender to the Americans. In the jungles of Guam, he carved survival tools and for the next three decades waited for the return of the Japanese and his next orders. After he was discovered in 1972, was finally discharged and sent home to Japan, where he was hailed as a national hero. That's, uh, that's waiting for the return of your comrades yeah. to come get you. 30 years. Uh, January 25, 1924, the first Winter Olympics take off in style at Ch- uh, Chamonix in the French Alps. Spectators were thrilled by ski jump and bobsleds, as well as 12 other events including or involving a total of six sports. The International Winter Sports Week, as it was known, was a great success. And in 1928, the International Olympic Committee officially designated the Winter Games staged in St. Moritz, Switzerland, as the second Winter Olympics. And then on January 26, 1837, Michigan is the 26th state admitted to the Union. It is the 10th largest state by population, 11th largest by land area. The name of the state is derived from the word Michigama, Chippewa word meaning large lake and January 27 1973 U.S. involvement in the Vietnam War ended as North Vietnamese and American representatives signed an agreement in Paris the U.S. agreed to remove all remaining troops within 60 days thus ending the longest war in American history at the time over 58,000 Americans have been killed 300,000 wounded and 2,500 declared missing a total of 566 prisoners of war had been held by North Vietnamese during the war, with 55 reported deaths. So I don't know if you have on your list, Eric, but the VFW is having a, uh, a luncheon to commemorate that, that uh, end of the war. And that luncheon is going to be on January, tw- on January 28th from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. And there, for Vietnam veterans, there is a free barbecued pulled pork lunch meal and your guests are nine dollars and fifty cents. Not bad, not bad. So that's the VFW post eight six nine six, at at forty seven Old Kings Road North. Palm you know Coast. we have
1: we have quite a few Vietnam vet here, so please make that 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 event. You know, is this for you guys?
0: That's right. Go get a free barbecue yes. pulled pork lunch. Which brings us to the point of the program, where I say, drivers, drivers, drivers. The DAV is seeking volunteers to take veterans from their homes to their VA appointments. And you can contact the uh, DAV Chapter 86 at 386-439-2122. Ask for the transportation desk and find out how you could be a volunteer. You do not have to use your own vehicle. The DAV does have VA vehicles. You do have to be vetted and insurable. And so please give them a call. Find out how you can... Volunteer your time. It is, as we say each week, it's worthwhile because it is a, a used program, including Bicycle Frank, who got to his VA uh, uh, examinations with the help of the DAV, and it was all successful for him. So
1: It is well used. And now with the community care program, you know, uh, it's being used more and more, guys. So that's why they need some uh, uh, a volunteer, drivers volunteer there, because it's being used more and more.
0: So even if it's not to the VA facility itself, it's a VA appointment. They've sent you to community care, like Eric is saying. Um, those, you could be going to an ADVENT or, or wherever your appointment might be, even if it's uh, outside the VA facility, as long as it's been directed by the VA. Right. Uh, meetings and events. Uh, the Military Officers Association, uh, the Flagler Chapter 41, has, has its luncheon on Thursday, January 25th starts at 11 uh, a 11:30 a.m. at Halifax Plantation Golf Club. Reservations are required. If you would like to know how to join your local chapter of the MOAA, you can give me a call at 386-313-4014. Uh, the, I don't see any chain, change to the VA claim backlog. Still around 405,000 with 105 or 150.25 days for the average claim to be decided so I don't, I don't know
1: about the average but that's what they say <laughs> let me mention this uh, BFW this is three months from now but this event is in April 20 it's the third annual ride for the Fallen 13 Poker Run so for more information uh, give BFW Post six ninety six a call if you're interested uh, they are in 47 North Roads if you want to participate and see uh, the, you know, the ins and outs of this event give them a call
0: this is something I came across. Eric, I mentioned it to you. You you had never heard of this. but uh, So I put this as the did you know. After graduating from high school, Russell Johnson enlisted in the United States Army Air Forces as an aviation cadet. On completing his training, he was commissioned as a second lieutenant. He flew 44 combat missions in the Pacific Theater during World War II as a bombardier in a B-25 twin-engined medium bomber. On March 4th, 1945, while flying as a nav- navigator in a B-25 with the 100th Bombardment Squadron, 42nd Bombardment Group, 13th Air-, 13th Air Force, Johnson's B-25 and two others were shot down during a low-level bombing and strafing run against Japanese military targets in the Philippine Islands. The B-25s encountered heavy aircraft anti-aircraft fire, and all three had to ditch into the sea off of Zamboanga. Johnson broke both his ankles in the landing, and his bomber's co-pilot was killed. Johnson received a Purple Heart for his injuries. He was also awarded the Air Medal, the Asiatic, or the Asiatic Pacific Campaign Medal, with three campaign stars, the Philippine Liberation Ribbon with one campaign star, and the World War II Victory Medal. Johnson was honorably discharged as a first lieutenant on November 22, 1945, then joined the United States Air Force Reserve. And if, if you didn't guess, Russell Johnson is an actor who played the professor on Gilligan's Island. Um, you know that show where the S.S. Minnow took a three-hour tour and then, <laughs> and then they got stranded on the island. So that is the professor. I did not know that until I, I saw that on the, uh, scrolling along on the Internet the other day. And I verified it's a, a true story. It just amazed me. And, you know, uh,
1: did not know that, and <laughs> and he was a humble, probably guy. That, uh, and this is what following our conversation. This is a, a humble guy that probably never mentioned, you know, what he did during World War Two.
0: Right. We've as, as we were talking about today before we came on the air, um, we we do note that the folks that are decorated don't don't really discuss it. Right. But then the people that tell stories. Most often, or not, there doesn't isn't backed up by the records.
1: So. That that is correct, and so. and I mean, and, and we see them all the time, uh, and sometimes you have doubt. But I I tell myself, it's, I mean, they act the same way. They're so humble and quiet, you know, that they don't, they, you know, they don't brag about it, right?
0: But so. that's definitely, uh, definitely impressive. Uh, Very impressive actor Russell Johnson. So, just thought I'd share that. Thought it was interesting.
1: It was. Believe
0: me. Here's some, uh, here's some interesting news, too. This has to do with, uh, for military retirees and their dependents based in the U.S., may now renew their military ID cards online and receive them by mail, relieving them of a trip to the on-base ID card office. So, which we know here, uh, the closest one is in St. Augustine, and then then Jacksonville, and then uh, down at Patrick Space Force Base. So, the Defense Department announced this week that it is expanding program that began in 2023 and initially allowed certain dependents uniform service identification cards or UCID to be renewed by mail. The opportunity is only for people who already have an ID card and need to renew it. Those applying for the first time will still need to go to an on-base office of the real-time automated personnel identification system or RAPIDS. Sponsors and cardholders may request renewals at the ID card office online website. At the site, the sponsor must verify the dependents' identifying information and digitally sign a new DD form 1172-2 to receive the renewed ID by mail. And so we can help you with that for our local military retirees and their dependents. If you need to renew your ID card, come see us and we'll try this out.
1: It's been renewed. That means that probably expired, no?
0: Uh, don't this, try. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't wait for it to expire because it says yes. if it's expired, you cannot do it.
1: You have to go to the it, facility.
0: It's still got to be active. So. so, you know, when it gets down there to, you know, the, a month away, then come in and see us and we'll help you. We'll help you get that ID card renewed.
1: There are some old ID cards out there that still say in-depth. De- in uh, if you try to do that, I don't think you're going to get a new one. Because they're indefinite, I think. I believe. I tried to uh, two years ago. I tried to when I went to renew my wife. I tried to get mine because they have a new, it looked like a card card, no? Yeah. And he say, no, nope, you still. And mine is not in, in depth Mine have an expiration date. They told me no. You're too early, my friend. <laughs> so I have to wait. But anyway, like Dave say, we can help you out if you're uh, if if you're you know uh, needing a new ID card. We can try this system, their system, and see how it works.
0: Yeah, and I can't. I, you know, I'm getting my retired ID card here soon, and and my uh, wife getting her version, and and so I can't do it because mine's not renewed. That's my first retired ID card, which I'm doing the first week of February, going up there to all see right. see Mike Connors Mike. at the uh, St. Augustine uh, uh, Armory. So yeah, make sure I bring all my paperwork, so Mike doesn't yeah. send me packing. You don't want yeah
1: <laughs> you don't want to make another trip. No.
0: So uh what do you got over there Eric what do you got that we can share with our veterans
1: Yes uh, this came up to me uh, by a, a veteran I I knew about you know the geriatric services they have but this is about a homemaker you know VA have can offer those services homemaker home health aid care so th- this is through the geriatric and extended care and what I mentioned is uh is to be you know to enroll to to be ahead of the game and enroll into the VA healthcare system because like we always say, we have said before, we we hear and we get called from uh, people out there that are they are in the hospital, they have to go to rehab, they don't know where they're gonna go next, and uh, they're jumping the hoops, uh, calling to see if they can get some help from VA. That's what we say: enroll in the VA healthcare system if you can. Plan ahead. Plan ahead because these services are available to you, and this is like I say, the homemaker and home health aide is the trained person who can come to. The veterans' home and help the veterans take care of themselves and their daily activity. The services of homemaker and home health aid can help veterans remaining living in their own home, and can serve veterans of any age. So the the programs are available. Uh, they're not nurses; they're just CNAs and stuff like that. But you know, it's, it's a pretty good program.
0: And that's on the healthcare side. It's in
1: the healthcare. So side.
0: you got to be registered, and those are the kinds of uh, that's the kind of services you work through your primary care doctor. And um, as it says there, the geriatric. Uh, what, what's it say again? It's the
1: geriatric and extended care department. Okay,
0: so yeah, so your primary care will refer you, and then you'll you'll work through there. But you know, I we do get questions occasionally about you know can how can a veteran get his uh, help cleaning his house, and uh, so this may be a way. You know, some of the information was not very extensive on the VA website, but uh, you got to be in it to win it.
1: Yeah, and and you say something not uh, very important. These uh, these services are requested through the veteran's primary care physician, not through the benefits side, not through us. I have a veteran that uh, I have a veteran that uh, he he went to get it from. He went to the clinic in Daytona, and the social worker told him, "No, go to UVSO <laughs> my boy." I was. <laughs> I, I won't say the word, but I was mad. I, uh, I, I I went straight to his doctor and say, hey, this is what happened. Come on now. Yeah. And uh, they have to fix that problem because they either, I don't know if they didn't want to help or they didn't have time, but that is wrong to tell the veteran and go back to your VSO when they know that is, well, they have to they're supposed that. to know. They're supposed to know. And, yes.
0: and you know, maybe they didn't, but they should know. They should know. Yeah.
1: Right. But we're here to help you out. I mean, that's what we... That's all we're here for
0: and because we do have access to VA systems uh, unlike uh, you know other VSO offices we we can contact your physicians direct on team's messenger and we do have the exactly. VA VA's email system so when you when you're getting the uh, the runaround we can help uh, get right to the root of the problem. If, but grab a name, grab a name. That's grab a name. Yeah. If you are getting the runaround, get that person's name. Be you know always be professional and decent, and then you know we'll handle it. We try to handle it for you, oh, yeah. um, um, and most of the time get resolved. I mean, I yes.
1: I, I, I believe you know most yes. of the time you know it's we maybe a miscommunication or whatever it is. because
0: but. because uh, honestly the doctors I've i found the doctors and the people in the V they don't want to mess around with the right. VSO. No.
1: <laughs> so grab a name. Just like they say, get the name of the person who you talked to last, okay? And that's helped us a lot.
0: And so it comes to that point in the program where I got to remind you that no country, no state, no community does more for veterans than the United States of America, the great and free state of Florida, the wonderful Flagler County, the lovely city of Palm Coast, and all of our beautiful beach cities. Be a victor, not a victim. Be educated, not indoctrinated, and most... In- Importantly, be kind to someone today or many someones today stick around for another version of the Star Spangled Banner as performed by uh, or as put together by a company called Argon it's on YouTube and this company uh, does the uh, national anthems for a variety of nations so stick around and uh, we'll talk to you next week thanks for listening take care bye bye <laughs>
2: So proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight over the ramparts we watched were so gall-